when the school start pandemic happened the whole world came to a pause like my dad says the earth's on lunch break he says because we overworked it <laughs> absolutely he says we overworked it so much it's on pause it's on a lunch break that you can't trouble the lunch break now right yes. i said so i thought of starting my own practice but was not very confident in it you know when you start something new you're always like okay yes i do i deserve it could people come to me on what basis do i start and uh, you yeah, know one fine day i think um, it was two months before and i'm like it's enough i can't sit anymore and let's start this and that's when i started safe space and uh, i kept thinking of the name so much what to do it i said uh, nothing like safe space right safe space will define my work and anybody who reads safe space will at least have a hunch about okay, what is this about yes and um, that's how i started safe space and it's going it's going to be a year in a month fantastic it's great fantastic so so i'll be your So, so Dimple, we firstly we have to congratulate you for the safe space. Okay, um, you, I would like to formally introduce you now. You know, uh, we've heard yeah. your we've heard your beautiful journey. I think you know, and in life we end up um, we end up reaching where we want to reach, no matter what happens. If we are just a little assertive about it, you know, when you take control, when you take control, you're assertive, and you know, you just go for it. we end up actually leading to the path that we were meant to be at you know so i think yeah. creating the safe space with you is is that and you know so congratulations on a year of that um you know thank you so for everyone who's listening we're with um, you know dimple sharma she is a counselor um she has started her own um you know um mental health counseling um you know initiative called the safe space she does a lot of counseling consultations um you know helps a lot of uh, young adults um you know resonate more with you know their um behavioral patterns relearning things you know that uh, can help them in life so dimple i'm very very happy to have you on board today um you know um um thank you for being a part of voice it um i would want to because it's the it's the first episode i want to i want to talk about the reason why i wanted to do voice it um you know very early on in my career i realized that you know um health and wellness um of course stems from everything that we are consuming right food at the end of the day um you know is is energy and um, the kind of you know once once the pandemic hit we are very aware about the fact that you know if life comes to a standstill right um we're forced to be with ourselves and very it, true it's very true. been it's been a it's been quite a hard journey for a lot of people to actually stop pause as you said earlier you know um look into themselves you know cater 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 more for their mental health for their well-being for their fitness for their health for their nutrition you know so with voice it you know my my um my goal is to you know bring in you know different um, you know beautiful human beings like you you know experts in their own fields you know who help people who 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 are not afraid of you know talking about you know the different modalities in which they help people um mm-hmm. the different ways that you know mental health is now being discussed the way that it is being you know approached um the platform has to be something where you know um i believe if the if food is what you are consuming energy is what you are consuming then even content is what you are consuming you know so so the idea with voice it is to you know um uh, give people real conversations with real people 
you know, make difficult conversations, make difficult topics, you know, uh, a very easy thing to do in larger circles with our parents, with our family, with our friends, you know, for us to be able to, uh, you know, talk about important things and not just always, you know, sugarcoat things. So, so this is a platform where we want to do real conversations and we want um, our real conversations to then be a part of everybody's dinner table conversations to make it that easy for people to be able to, you know, understand and, and um, um, you know, resonate with everything that is being said on, on, on this platform. So thank you for, you know, coming on and being our first guest. Um, I would like to tell everybody our topic for today. Okay. It's a very, very interesting topic. It's very close to my heart as well. You know, um, it's men's mental health, right? Um, we'll, 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 we'll get to asking you in a bit, um, why mental health for men has to have a separate, uh, topic and why it is not a part of, you know, the main conversations that are happening, you know, mm -hmm. but, um, Men's mental health is something that um, is the need of the hour. We need to speak about this. We need more and more people to be aware about this. Um, also, the fact that, you know, we see so many examples in our daily life. And then, you know, we somewhere down the line feel a little helpless uh, to be able to reach out to people, to be able to talk to people, have open conversations with men who we see uh, clearly are, you know, suffering in some way or the other, you know. <laughs> so, Dimple, tell me one thing, you know. Um, with the experience that you have, with the different kind of people that you met, meet, the, the counseling that you do, right? Is depression for men different than, uh, than, 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 than depression for, you know, uh, the majority of people, you know, like women, kids, you know, is, is depression for men different? Uh, I want to thank you first for such a wonderful introduction and uh, I'm glad to be here too. And uh, very, you've chosen a very, very important topic, men, mental health, which is, I think, the need of the hour now. And uh, they never talk about themselves. They, uh, they are never uh, trained or brought up like that to talk about themselves, right? So I think, uh, uh, as you asked, is depression different? So um, depression is something like, it's, it's an illness. It, it defines the same thing, but it, it affects differently for different people. It will affect differently for kids. It will affect differently for adolescents, for women, for men. Because the way men are brought up, right? And the way they're conditioned, we're biologically different people. And, you know, you if you see a woman to woman, if they meet for the first 15, 20 minutes, they can talk about themselves. And they can discuss about how they're feeling and how they have, you know, because feelings have always been a very big part for women. Because when they when they express their feelings, everybody wants to come and wipe their tear, right? Yeah. But if men come and cry in front of you, like kya ro raha hai? Yeah. This is what we tell them. Yes. And uh, so I think depression for them gets a little different in their behavior, where because they do not know what's happening. First of all, yes. uh, their symptoms could be a little different. Like you know, they, they would be a little more angry. I think. Uh, a little more aggressive in their uh, approach is because they're not understanding what's happening inside. Yes. Right? And so for, I, I'm not trying to be uh, sexist here, but for men, when they want to, you know, if you see in school also, okay, I'll give you a school example. Yes. The naughtiest boy in the class or the one who's bullying others, he must be going through something in school, in, in his home, you know, something happening at home or, you know, uh, somebody he is bullying him or he is thinking something that comes out in anger. Yes. Because when they cry, they are asked to stop crying. When they are sad, 
why you said yes so you know all of these things so that comes out in anger it has to come out somewhere right yes. so for them depression gets into you know they would get into uh, say more aggressive mode and uh, would not know because even a counselor to understand the symptoms of depression what we already been given would be a little more different for them and uh, so i think yeah uh, depression is um, slightly different for them and uh, because they can't express yeah is what i think yes um dimple you pointed out very well that you know they are not taught to um um there's no conditioning there's no conditioning in school there's no conditioning at home uh, the education system doesn't do this for the boys or the men you know at a younger age also um um dimple can, uh, what, i want your thoughts on um, you know how it is that you know uh, if if at a later stage in life right let's say for example um once once a boy realizes you know that there is some help that i need okay what are the initial steps to follow what can boys and men do to start the process you know because i always feel that the initiation of something is the most difficult part you know for women yes. stems from feelings right as you said right uh, we have a way of channeling our pain in different ways you know um, you very correctly mentioned the fact that um, anger for men uh, their channel of pain has always been anger what else is anger if not a if not if not the opposite side of pain right that's what it is a project mm-hmm. yes yes that's what anger is yes right so i think men are conditioned in a way where they're supposed to project anger to look masculine if they're in pain right so depress yes. can you help us with you know some some pointers some steps you know initial steps so that boys and men know where to start or know how to start um you know i think that uh, at a very early stage of life uh, when you know when we ha- when we have our own boys or own boys at home so to talk to them about feelings you know if they are if they come to you say that they had a bad day at uh, school don't tell them to man up yes don't tell them to you know ye ladka wa ladki ki tarah kyun ho raha hai even the girl would say that you know the vocabulary even the girl in the house yes yeah i think the vocabulary used all the time is so exactly wrong. is so wrong is is absolutely you you're in fact telling them that men don't cry you're telling them uh, men don't feel pain bollywood mat kudhar nahi hota hai that's how heroes started yes. and you know so much of projection towards them that you know you don't feel pain you don't feel uh you don't know be sad you going to always man up yeah so their condition is as you said you know there it's so strong in the base to man up so i think to begin with to uh you know to empathize with their feelings to you know to uh, to encourage them to talk about their feelings and when a man is talking to you about his feelings was in bad day at work or had a break up with a girl instead of telling me it to your mind that you move on yeah sit and listen yes sit and just don't don't advise the person because they're not coming to you for an advice if he wanted advice he would have you know just asked it <laughs> away because they're that straight right the advice straight advice they do absolutely uh, but do i think instead of that to you know uh, sit and listen listen to them and talk to them about feelings and you know to initiate help to you know to tell them how uh, normal it is to go and speak to someone about your feelings so it's okay you feel it i feel it and everybody feels it yes so uh, i think at home to start with that because even if you see at home our fathers right our fathers grandfathers brothers they never talk about feelings do they Absolutely. they always talk about hey, no i'm responsible i have to be responsible and uh, 
I'm providing for the family. That's what has been taught. That provide for the family. Uh, be you know, be responsible. You have to grow up and earn a lot of money and settle down with a person. Yes. You see the gender roles that we've given to the children since the beginning. Absolutely. That you're going to go and you're going to earn. Yes. For your wife and for your children. Yes. So that's how even equality started, right? That why are we having gender roles? Yeah. So I think for even for men, then then stop those gender roles. Yes. Then you know instead of growing them up, saying that uh, hey, you to grow up and you know earn money and take care of the family. Instead, yes. tell both the kids to you know you're going to be independent in life for yourself. Yeah. Talk, teach them self compassion. Teach them how important that the love you keep giving outside and keep balancing everything outside. How about you give that inside too? Yes, that's important. I think when you grow up with that thought. automated thought will be when you grow up to ask for help or to talk about your feelings yes right? i think creating And that safe environment is very important yes the earlier Absolutely. pointers that you so to sum up you know the pointers that you said you know i think mm-hmm. um, to to provide that safe space at home for parents to be educated to create this for their boys and for their girls you know and you know for 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 people for people outside of your your house you know it could be friends it could be relatives it could be everybody to be i think you know they need to get sensitized about the fact that you know uh men cry men understand men have emotions right yes and, you know they Absolutely. will they, they will break down at one point and it's going to be okay if he breaks down at one point i think this sensitization is so important because because people i don't know if you've realized this or not but sometimes you know uh because of the because of the role that women play right um you know you know you know now you know this this beautiful thing that you mentioned in the conversation about the 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 gender roles the inequality that is happening right so um one of the things that i have realized or i have noticed okay is that you know when women are now becoming you know more um androgynous in their approach women are becoming more you know in power they're educated they have you know a certain sense of you know them that it's the i would like to say the right the right way to say it is that there is a lot of awareness and there is a lot of self love now for women right mm-hmm. so um this is something that um stemmed from a lot of years of repression you know that final outbreak has happened because of a lot of pressure for a lot of years on the women you know mm-hmm. and then this this outbreak has happened so you know in the same way i feel like you know with the men also you know now if the women are becoming more masculine in nature more powerful in nature right there will definitely be an imbalance where the men also have to start embracing their sensitivity the men have to start embracing their emotions right and be more open about it and for the society and for the women around them to be okay with this to be understanding of this right i think i think this sensitization is something which which is very very important right now very important here yeah. to you know to uh, make both of them and you're growing both of them or to un- make them understand that both of you may be biologically different but uh, there are no gender roles in the house yes. you know if you grow up in a house like mom working dad also working in the kitchen yes. you know they'll grow up thinking they'll grow they'll grow up with the thought that okay all of us can you know both of us can work both of us can work in the kitchen make a meal for ourselves and why are these even if you see you know i'm not trying to uh, raise something that is controversial but if you see these advertisement uh, also campaigns yes. why is there always a woman waiting in the house and a man coming in the man absolutely. coming absolutely absolutely right? i've actually i've actually read, 
I've actually met people and spoken to people who have literally told me that um, I love to cook, but I do not enter the kitchen because uh, I feel that a, a, a woman's role is in the kitchen. And if I enter the kitchen, my masculinity might be affected or my house, the people in my house or the people around me might be like, Exactly. Toxic masculinity. That is what is toxic, right? And even if they want to cook, they'll be shame. They want to if there's sadness, they'll be shame. It's about how they are judging their emotions. Yes. It's shame. Yes. It's because every time when you spoke about it, you were shame. Yes. So for your mind, it's structured in a way, right? You know, I call them the script of life. You, are, you, you look at your script in life and you function like that. Yes. Right? Why do you want, why would you speak about feelings with someone when you were not taught about feelings? When you were said that these are again gender roles. Girls cry, men don't cry. Absolutely. And it's the script dimple that you didn't spoke about, you know. Um, the script needs to change. The vocabulary needs to change. Needs right? to change. That's need, yes. that, 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 that's the aim with today's conversation as well, you know. Um, um, you know, Dimple also, you know, with responsibility, you mentioned, you know, um, you mentioned responsibility, the house, inequality, you know, you mentioned these things. Um, we've, 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 we've come to a conclusion where, um, you know, uh, we've seen research, you know, we've, we've heard a lot of, you know, conversation now about the fact that um, women... Um, cannot function well under pressure and then so do men right so when when men are given responsibility and you know maybe if they're not ready for it at a certain age right uh, they could crumble because of the kind of expectations responsibilities right that are put on them by society by parents by their siblings and at a very young age at a very young age that begins like you know if you i've heard conversations where a, a parent would tell a 10 year old kid that you know he, you have to grow up and take care of us and and I would I'm not trying to um, you know target parents here but um, they learned it from their parents too yeah yeah so if you hear a conversation from your parents an ideal dialogue would be right yeah. and filter process what can be given and what can be left out yeah yes right and I think with, with, with the awareness that's coming on, coming in now, especially after the pandemic has hit, as you said, that we've got to sit with ourselves and reflect so many feelings. Yes. So I think uh, even uh, men are, boys are sitting and understanding about emotions. And, you know, I conduct workshops in schools and I know that we talk about emotions. We talk about feelings with the boys and the girls. Yes. So how important that is, and you know, there are there, there have been feedback from parents and uh, principals where they've come to the, you know, they've said that you know how uh, they have become more interactive. They've been talking and uh, expressing that they, they, you know, how anxious they are, or when will school start? And parents are actually sitting and listening to them, which is a brilliant thing, I think. Absolutely, that's 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 the shift that we're talking about, you know, on a larger scale. That is yeah. that we're talking about. Yeah. You, just imagine, Dimple, you know, that if if there was. Um, Every time that we felt, every time that we felt anxious, every time that we felt uh, uh, not ourselves, you know, um, if we could express it openly, um, if it was easy for us to express it to not a special friend, but to anybody in the house, right? That uh, listen, um, you know, I'm not feeling a little okay. Can I share something with mm -hmm. you? Right. So mm -hmm. if that is that dialogue is 
is is easy with everybody right imagine how much stress it reduces or how much how much it would curb down the anxiety attacks that you know men yes, women go through it would it, it would definitely you know uh, uh, when you share with someone that you know i've been feeling anxious or i've been you know um, had a stressful years together or you know a, a parent or a sibling or anybody at home yes. can listen to you and you know even help you in that matter you know that you know i think uh, you should go and ask for help or you know i think this is something that a professional could help you in so to get that perspective as well but if you, you if the man or men or boy has been given that space to talk about it yes right yes you know my dad uh, when you ask him how you feeling i'm fine something oh, what to worry and uh, it's so natural in him that what to worry about i said what to worry about aren't you worried yeah. so and it's funny that for everything you say i'm fine and it it, it is not fine here yes there, there are so many stories that they also build there are even they overthink right even they overthink about things that what will happen in their relationship or a job yeah. so i think to sensitize as you said and not to have gender roles is what i think can be started yes to make it to make it very normal very 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 normal for men to yeah. reach out and ask for help ask for support if they really do need it to ask anybody they could ask this they could want this from anybody in their life and for that to be absolutely normal is something what um is is the need of the hour and something yeah. we should be looking at in the future right yes absolutely we are making everything normal for women also right like a woman who wants to i i've been reading uh, instagram um, post for bloggers who are you know fitness bloggers who will talk about that women can carry weights too women can become muscular too so when we are sensitizing this right we are trying we are all agreeing with everything like that so why not even begin with the other gender yes Yes, you know you can talk about your feelings too. You can talk about anything you like. Yes. You can express. You can cry. Be open and talk about it. Yeah, I think fine. even in the in, it's absolutely normal to do that. It's absolutely normal. Even two people, I think two friends sitting together, and even the you know, not shaming when you, if they're opening up. Yes. Not shaming that. Hey, why are you anxious? Why are you being a sissy? You know, grow up, grow some balls. Why? I mean, my point is why. Yeah. and that's how i think you can begin with sensitizing is that's when they'll open up that's when they grow older yes. they'll understand that stress is something uh, the there there are going to be downfalls there are going to be failures and how do i manage it yes instead of getting angry and you know pending up everything and then snapping at everybody and getting angry and losing relationships and then wondering what is happening in my life and they get even getting even more angry with it yes. so if you give them a little bit of reflection i think it will be even they'll understand Yes. I, I absolutely agree with what you just said there's there's another thing which um is very closely associated with you know um men's mental health you know uh slightly controversial but we'll just touch it you know um i would i would want to know your thoughts on it actually um substance abuse for men you know i think um if, there's there's it's not a sexist thing actually you know it's not something that you know only a man is going to be doing a substance abuse or something like that but i think you know the the more open conversations happen about men and the kind of substance abuse that they have been doing over years or you know it could be regardless of their age you know like it could be um it could be a father who has been an alcoholic for you know 15 20 years non stop right it could be a young boy uh who has just realized that he is a chain smoker right mm-hmm. so um 
without any age barrier or sex barrier um dimple can you can you tell us this um this this association of substance abuse and you know uh, men's mental health going hand in hand and how it actually you know kind of um you know how it how it plays out over a period of time mm-hmm. for them you know for uh, as you said that substance abuse can be with anybody it could be with uh, a woman or a man or a child there's no such uh, gender that would only affect one gender it could affect anybody right and uh, i'll tell you something about addiction here so addiction for anything so when you are addicted say when you can't cope up with your feelings when you can't manage and regulate your emotions you want to reach out to something that makes you happy yes that makes you say gives you a reward in your mind so are if you look at our you know if you look at a brain scan there are, there are parts of your brain right and which lights up when you do something that makes you happy it's an like if you work out yes exactly dopamine shots and yes. reward that is there Yeah. same thing is addiction so when you do something when you abuse a drug or when you're abusing alcohol there's a there's, there's this dopamine reward pleasure that comes inside that wow i feel so good and your brain releases those hormones and then delay story story you get used to it and you're because you know that you know every time i am stressed i have a drink i'll be fine yeah every time i do this and then that becomes a habit you know so it becomes such a habit that your mind your brain keeps releasing those rewards but at one point it starts releasing say not too much but then you start intaking it even more you know when they say that hey milk capacity bahut hai you know or, or you know i can drink a lot and i i don't get high with so many drinks but then you know it it, it is because you've been abusing it for so long that it has got used to it now so to to have the dopamine reward again you will keep giving it unless there's no reward Yes, so that's how addiction forms because yes. you maybe you know because you know, we couldn't cope up with our feelings and you know I would I would want to even say that to as you said to sensitize a topic about men mental health to even begin to talk about in school you know school to have workshops about addiction about what it is and what is peer pressure we do all of that you know right. and. Um, it's it's important for them to uh, understand that you can manage and cope up and regulate your emotions on your own also by giving yourself the love or by giving us that kindness that we want to yes instead of reaching out to something that will give you a temporary relief but a long run you're going to be used to that thing i'm not saying that you know drinking is not fine drinking occasionally or drinking for fun is absolutely fine we all do but then if that becomes a habit of yours it becomes every time you are into a you know into a stress zone or something that's happened to you in your life you're reaching for a drink or you're abusing a drug that's going to become a coping mechanism a set pattern coping mechanism is the word exactly that is what it is yes to avoid it it becomes your coping mechanism so when that becomes that is when it's addiction that's when when you know that you can't live without it that's when you know that's addiction Yes. Also, also for men. Sorry, please go ahead. No, I was saying even for men, it's the same thing for men and women when they can't cope up with their feelings or say when they can't uh, manage say stress around. Yes. There's something that they want to do it to have a dopamine reward, as we said, dopamine yes. shots. Yes. So yeah, I think that's how addiction is formed. And yes. Also, Dimple, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know when we speak about substance abuse when we speak about coping mechanism and emotions right um 
I, I, I have a, I have a, um, I have a belief that, you know, when we're not taught the right kind of coping mechanisms, when we're not educated about this, we're not conditioned about this, you know, then we, we, we don't know any other coping mechanism, right? Exactly. exactly. That when you would actually get, get onto a substance which is outside of your body, outside of your mind, right? Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, I feel that if, if there is something, you know, you very correctly mentioned, and I'm absolutely, I'm absolutely in for that kind of a suggestion, you know, in the long run to, to make, to make a topic for coping mechanism, to make a topic for substance abuse mandatory for kids in school so that they understand yes. that you can deal with life with your emotions. You can deal with life with the correct channeling of those emotions, the right kind of vocabulary, the right kind of communication, instead of then relying on something which is kind of just going to temporarily give you something and then you're going to be addicted to that into a cycle. Yes, it will be like a cycle. Absolutely. It will be like a cycle. And, you know, as you mentioned coping mechanisms, these coping mechanisms or what are these coping mechanisms? It's something that, for you know, if, for example, if I had a, again, I would, I keep going back to childhood a lot because I believe that that is where our, we built ourselves. And now when we are grown-ups, we're actually functioning out of those experiences. Absolutely. Experiences of our life. We're, yes. we're functioning from there. Yes. So, you know, my, my point being that when you, you know, Coping mechanisms. So if I had a bad day at school, okay, I come back home yeah. and I see that uh, I come and tell my mom that I had a bad day at school and yeah. my friends don't talk to me. So she would be very empathetic, sit with me and say, oh, you know, you had a bad day at school. What do your friends do? Listen to you and then tell you about life. That, you know, it happens sometimes. Friends are angry with you. What did you do? To make you reflect on these feelings, you know, and then the child understands, oh, talking about it or say if I'm angry, if I did something wrong, can be forgiven. I can ask for forgiveness and things can be fine. Yes. Then they learn these things and they learn to regulate their emotions. But say if, you know, I had a bad day at school and my mom also is worried about something else. Say she's worried about her work or there's something happening in the, in her life. Yes. Because parents are beyond parents, right? They, are, they have their own individuality too that we understand when we grow up. Absolutely. So, so you go to them and say that you know, I had a bad day at work. A bad day at school and she tells you that uh, you know don't irritate me right now things keep happening things just yeah. go in your room and finish your homework you'll be fine yes the coping mechanism may become overworking then look okay i then they finish their homework and they feel good yeah. and they go my emotions can be managed right now yes yes subconsciously it's recording everything it's re- subconscious is a very tricky mind it records everything it records it's, it's like a database you know, it's like a data st- database or say a go down with this data and you'll find a lot of information in that. Yes. So, you know, all of that, then they, they might learn overworking or when they don't have those coping mechanisms. So you pick up anything or you pick up anything to cope that, to manage that. Because in the end, you want to make yourself feel better again. Right? Absolutely. You want to you know, you want to again start feeling, I would not say happy is also a temporary emotion as all these emotions are very, they come in temporary, right? We all go through different, different emotions every day. Yes. So I think we again start feeling calm or, you know, okay, things are fine now. So yeah, coping mechanisms, as I said, since from children, even school for teachers to empathize with their students who don't perform well, to give them that, you know, that empathy and that support instead of shaming that child that, oh, you can't do anything in life. But how so, many actually really do that? You know, how many, teachers, how many teachers have we actually experienced, you know, in our own 
um you know growing up years that actually had had that kind of empathy that had had that kind of you know space you know the safe space you know if, how many of them actually had that for for a child who they could clearly see is underperforming or is suffering or has a temper tantrum because probably the child is not okay within you know yeah yeah and and, and uh, sorry to cut you i mean so many of them um, you know i remember when i was doing this uh, teacher training for government uh, teachers bnc teachers and i remember that uh, uh, one of them told me that how she was so open to her students because she was their classmate uh, class teacher from first to fourth standard Yeah. and how open they were to her they would come and talk about their families what happened at home and she would look at every child why aren't they performing what happened wrong and keep her eye on everybody which was so beautiful to hear that and i told her that i wish i was in your class you know uh, it would have been things would have been so simple then from absolutely um but you know uh, instead of telling the child that they can't do anything or you know remove lashing out and telling them oh i don't think you know when you grow up you'll be useless yes. and kids kids are like sponges they absorb yes. everything on their way so i think to sensitize topic on in schools at home because wherever your personality is being built because when you have experiences in life you will have you'll have the say the tools to manage it yes absolutely i agree and these tools i think uh, dimple are so important um, you know uh, for kids as well as for adults now you know you know i think you you know you very there was this beautiful thing that you said right now you know which kind of resonated with me um what happened to us you know what happened to us when we were in school or even in college or you know even at home right just let's just go back okay and think about the fact that no matter how happy no matter how friendly no matter how nice our home environments were or our school environments were right um do you remember when you wouldn't be able to do an assignment or you wouldn't be able to do homework you would go to your teacher and you would just try to tell her the real truth right you would tell her something mm-hmm. like you know um i just fell asleep i couldn't do it i couldn't focus you know mm-hmm. like like you know we 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 were lashed out at we were shouted at we were humiliated in front of the entire class you know um for for I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a different approach for boys and for girls, but you know because I come from a convent school, I come from a school where there were only girls. You know, I do remember that. You know, um, there was there was not there was not there was hardly any teacher who would actually you know empathize, understand, you know, probably give you a little bit of space and you know explain to you or counsel you, you know, and be like, okay, let's find out why you couldn't focus. Let's find out how you keep falling asleep and can't you know be more academically powerful, right? Let's find that out. Mm-hmm. but um no we were made to stand outside the class for not doing in a class yeah. we were humiliated in front of our friends and all the classmates that we had uh, you know so i think th- th- this is also another cultural setup which boys go through also you know because of the bullying because of the kind of way that they are spoken to in school mm-hmm. and i think you then understand and this is the only way they know that agar kuch sahi karna hai to fir daatna padega agar kuch sahi karna hai to aggression dikhana padega you know hame wahi mila hai to ab hum wahi karenge Hmm. Right. Because because you know there they didn't they didn't know where as in, as I said you told you before to filter it. What can I give? What can I leave behind? Yes. Which is so very very crucial in in the up you know when the kids are growing. As you mentioned, school and how we were humiliated for not doing our assignments, which is very very true because everybody's uh, mind and brain functions differently on different subjects. Right. Yes. 
for me in school i i sucked at math science computers i didn't understand geography i still don't understand directions so i would not understand these subjects the only thing i liked was english because it was easy to understand hindi uh, and that's all and history i somehow i really liked history and uh, people <laughs> were opposite that they didn't like they didn't like history so these three subjects were at least a little bit of you know i could understand and there should them i didn't but you know we were we were always shamed for it yes and i wonder that to appreciate average children also to appreciate okay this kid could be good in something else yes to you know to give that motivation that if you can't perform in school it's all right you know uh, you could do something else in life like you know when i could not perform in school my father and my parents were very very supportive they would say our child is not our certificate he would tell us that yes. and uh, which brought me up in a way that okay my studies my report card will not define my life mm-hmm. and um, i grew up with that and and he always said they're very good in talking you know and i said okay but what do you with a career of talking <laughs> who knew then right yes uh, but i think to to for i think now there are career counselors in school and there are counselors in school where they a child can go and speak to the counselor so to have that safe space to have that environment where to appreciate the student that you know if they can't study or perform in something to find a reason for it or to understand why is that happening and then you know if you see a child an average child to still accept that child and celebrate that child as you would celebrate somebody with 90% right yeah so these mark system marks mark systems have i think uh, built a lot of competition in school and among the students as well and you know some who cannot score who score 50 are disheartened that okay this is my life and yes. i'm going to always be an underachiever yes. so to instead you know to appreciate them too that this all achieving not everybody can uh, understand or uh, you know perform 90% not everybody is going to be 90% yes so i think because uh, some people are good in grasping yes some people understand language some people express well when they write some people you know if you ask them for a memory they look back because it's they have this memory that can be played back so every mind intelligence is different and to appreciate that and to boost that is what um, you know when they grow up they could they grow on they be grown up confident kids they be they be confident in their own body in their own capabilities they they'll answer their own competence which is very very important Yes, I, and I also very strongly believe in the fact that um, you know a fish can't climb a tree, and you know a monkey cannot literally swim all his life underwater. You know, exactly. Very true. You know, if 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 men also understand this at a very young age, that you know um, they have a different set of talents, so or they have a different um, you know. Um, capability of doing certain things you know maybe lesser than some people and it's okay and more than some people and then to be cherished cherished for that particular thing mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i think once that plays plays a very big role in the confidence building of of each mm-hmm. particular man as well you know uh, so years hoping that years hoping that you know the the years forward with you know the kind of work that you're doing the kind of work that you know um you know i try to do in my own way and the kind of work that everybody else now who 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 has probably understood the need of the hour who is very awakened you know and everybody mm-hmm. puts in this this little bit of effort to try to create change in their own way i i really hope that it starts um it starts um 
you know increasing by the folds right like uh, we're we're doing our bit and i think i think slowly steadily things will change and there is a need however the reason the conversation is happening today is because there is a need of change and you know to be able yes. to facilitate facilitate that you know so i think i think dimple uh, you're doing a fab job i'm wishing you a lot of power a lot of lot of lot of love also you know to be able to continue doing the work that you're doing you know everything that we spoke about today um you know um if we we'll, if we we'll play it back you know we'll understand the importance about how every single thing we spoke about today is so important in the foundation of every every single child be it girl boy you know um so so i i hope you know you you do your work in ten folds and um, it's been an absolute absolute pleasure to talk to you today to be able to you know speak about this very um less spoken about sensitive but very 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 important topic on men's mental health you know it's been an absolute absolute pleasure to have you also today over here in the conversation on voice it and to be able to hear your side of things you know and i hope that i hope that if somebody wants to reach out to you they can reach out to you uh, personally on your uh, handle at the safe space we'll tag all that so that you know people can actually get in touch with you and get help that they need thank you thank you so much uh, karishma for having me here and for you know for finally speaking about uh, men mental health and which is very important as you said in the hour and uh, yeah i'm i'm i was glad to be here your first guest and i hope and i wish you also all the luck and all the love i have been seeing your work on uh, instagram you work entirely with the person not only with what is like okay do i have to lose weight okay what else can we do with that you work with a holistic approach which is brilliant i think because with the additions that i have experienced is always been the one eat this eat that eat this and for three months what do i do yeah <laughs> and uh, you're changing a lifestyle which is i think beautiful you're making them comfortable with their bodies which is again very beautiful because in the end physical and mental everything is interrelated right it's in our it's in our body and yeah so thank you for having me here and i hope uh voice it does wonders and it it is it could be a i think your journey could be very very successful thank you and very whatever you ever wished for thank you thank you dimple thanks a lot thank you